And welcome back to the Undefeated. I'm your host, Anthony Zavani. I'm here with again Dylan. And welcome back, Braden and Caleb, after missing, I think, three weeks of the show. How are y'all doing today? Doing great. Ready Mighty to talk fine. some sports. Ready to make fun of Caleb about the uh, Texans <laughs> and Braden about the Panthers. That is true. As we, move on, as we start with some NBA, however, the on Thursday night, the Atlanta Hawks beat the Dallas Mavericks in their season openers. 113-87 in route. Trey Young scored 20 points. Luka did get an 18-point double-double, but other than that, there was nothing really else going for the Mavs. Did any of you guys comment about that game? Yeah, I do. The 18-point double-double is not impressive at all. That is the worst performance I've ever seen Luka play. And, you know, he always kind of starts slow at the beginning of the season and builds his way up, so I hope that's the same case. But 18 points in a double-double on a primetime game for a home, for a season opener is not impressive at all. That is a terrible stat line. Um, he was very inconsistent from the field. Couldn't make a three. Just extremely inconsistent. The whole team was, too. Porzingis was, I mean, Porzingis looked Porzingis. like playoff Porzingis. He's shooting 22% on the year from three. So they kind of just played awful. Um, and the Hawks played good. So it's a terrible game for the Mavs. Great game for the Hawks. I mean, saying an 18-point double, what was it, with rebounds? It was assists. Assists? What? what 14. He got 14 assists. 18 points and 14 assists isn't necessarily a bad game. I mean, if you and look at what he averaged, I mean, compared to, by his standards. to him, yeah, I guess you could say it's a yeah. down game, but like, that's still like better than ninety, like eighty percent of the players in the NBA. Okay, but Luca is a top three player in the NBA right now. No. Okay, no. Kayla, what's your top three players in the NBA then? Probably. I swear, if you say LeBron Giannis, James, Giannis, Kevin Durant. LeBron James. Dude, LeBron James. Oh, my God. Oh, my. No, but, but, but Luca, you know, 18 points, 14 assists. I like that 14 assist number, but the 18 points was on pretty bad shooting, so that's not impressive. And 18 points for Luca is not very good, so I'm not impressed with it at all. I think it's pretty bad. Understandable. Yeah, I get it. What do you mean by that? On Friday night, the Nets edged past the 76ers, won it 114 to 109. Kevin Durant got a 29 point triple double. Bounced back after dropping the opening game to the Bucks. They did lose this past, I think, yesterday to the Hornets, if I'm not mistaken. Dylan's, you know, his favorite player posts are going to be back soon. What do you guys think about the Nets so far in this up and down early start to the season? Uh, I think the Nets have been pretty disappointing to start the season. They they lost first week, first game to the Bucks. Um, kind of a blowout I mean 25 20 point win where the Nets are expected to maybe even win that game uh, just not a good start and then the second game they, take, they play the Sixers they had an impressive comeback win because they were down about 15 points most of the game and then for that Hornets game they just kind of blew a, lead, blew a big lead um, the Hornets came back and won by about 12 points so I think the Nets have been pretty disappointing um I mean, Durant's played good, Harden's played good, but they don't really have much else on their team. They're still without Kyrie, to be fair. Yeah, but you don't know what you're going to get out of Kyrie. Like, you don't know when he's going to come back. You don't know anything right now. He's a big question mark, and the rest of their team is just not producing. Give him a week. It's been three games. Like, I I, I mean, yeah, not everyone's going to be producing right out of the start of the season. It's been three games, but if you look at their roster, it's – it's pretty bad. I mean, yeah, but their next the, best player is Joe Lakers Harris. If you look at the Lakers roster, then you would expect them to be blowing out every team, but they suck. They've played the the 
they've played the Warriors, the Suns, and the Grizzlies. And three good, horrible. three good playoff teams. They barely beat the okay, Grizzlies. but you were just saying that the, the Nets, Nets should have, have beat the Bucks. Teams. The Nets have not played better teams. The Nets have played better teams. They played the, the Nets played, played the, the Charlotte NBA Hornets. Champions. The Hornets are okay, but they played like the Bucks and the Sixers, who were two teams that contend in the East. The okay, but they lost to the Bucks by twenty. Bucks are the defending okay. champs. They lost to. Oh, they beat the 76ers. I guess that's a good win. We were down by like but, 30. But losing to the Bucks in game one by 20 points. Isn't an embarrassing loss. Where the Bucks then get blown out by the Heat by about 40. That's pretty embarrassing. That's embarrassing, but yeah, them is. losing to the Bucks by 20 points is not an embarrassing loss. I think, it's a, pr- have, I think it's a bad they loss. They don't for have one of their best players. I think that if the Lakers. The season and the Bucks are the best team in the NBA. The Nets play the Lakers. I think the Lakers win. That's just what I think right now. And I think the Nets will drop tonight's game to the Wizards. No. Uh, really? You think the Nets are going to I, I think the Wizards, the Wizards are – they've been a good team. I think Kuzma has actually been pretty good. They couldn't get him utilized on the Lakers. But I think he's – I think Wizards win the game. Again, oh. we bring back Brayden his interesting takes. The uh, headline game, though, on Friday night, the Phoenix Suns beat the Los Angeles Lakers 115 to 105, Chris Paul got a 23-point double-double. The Suns led 94-67 after the third quarter. Lakers did an okay job to make it close. But I mean, the Suns, they just dominated this whole game. And they look like another team that's going to contend again. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, but, I mean, did they really dominate or did the Lakers just suck? Or was it a little bit of both? I, I or was it mainly the Lakers just sucking? I would say I, Lakers sucked. Yeah. No, because I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, the Suns, they played pretty bad game one against the Nuggets, but they bounced back and beat the Lakers. They were up, you said, 94-67. to 67. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a that's a big lead on the Lakers. Anytime you're beating LeBron James by that many points, you're doing something right. So I think the Suns played good. And a little bit about the Lakers, Russell Westbrook has not looked very good. He's been turning the ball over at an extreme rate. They're just throwing the ball away. And those turnovers, they're not going to lead to wins. So they're one and two. He'll improve. He'll get better. He just needs to slow down and get situated in this whole um, situation that they've got going on right now. There's too many egos on one court, and I think they're finally realizing that. Uh, but it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for them to figure that out. But if they can, I still don't think they're gonna be top contenders. I think he knows that he's gotta definitely take a huge step back, and I think he will. I think he's just adjusting to that, and he'll take time. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, he's trying to do too much because you you see him get a rebound and just throw a baseball pass all the way across the court, trying to get something, and just goes out of bounds. They're I mean, playing. He's, they're trying to play like they play in the All Star game. It just doesn't work like that. Yeah, he's he's thrown a lot of just. He tried to throw a bunch of lobs last night against the Grizzlies, and I think he had about three or four turnovers, just either throwing it over Anthony Davis's head or putting it too short. He's just he's trying to do too much. If he just makes a simple play. He's a triple-double machine, I mean. But, I mean, you say that, and you can't just blame the Lakers' lack of effort on just Westbrook. I mean, Anthony Davis doesn't even look like he's playing defense half the time. He just looks like he stands there. He's just a person on the court half the time. And then LeBron doesn't even want to get back to play de- or to play offense. He wasn't even there to play offense half the time. He was just standing in the backcourt, and I don't really understand that. Like, I, I don't know. They need to get – they need to figure something out. Otherwise, it's just going to keep on like this for the rest of the season. Yeah, I actually saw that LeBron play where he didn't get back on offense, but it it made sense because um, I forgot I forgot who it was, but somebody was down on the on the court and he stayed back. That player 
I forgot who it was. They got up. Cam they could have cherry picked. Yeah, Cam Johnson. Uh, they could have cherry picked and got an easy two. So, I mean, definitely LeBron should have made a better effort to at least get to half court, but he stopped the other team from getting an easy fast break. I mean, he was just standing there. Like, he wasn't, I don't know, he was just literally standing. He was just, like, looking at his bench. I think Frank Vogel also needs to work on his rotations because I don't like the lineups he's playing now. I don't either. I, I do like the Austin Reeves substitution, though. Playing, get Austin Reeves with some of the starters. I think he's going to be a, a better player. Yeah, I can agree with you. Another interesting um, uh, NBA fact, the Chicago Bulls, the only 3-0 team. Do you think they're going to be good this season? I really do. I, I like their roster. Um, you know, Lonzo Ball, Vucevic, you know, players that they didn't have in the past – and alongside DeRozan, Zach Levine, you know, I think they're a good team on paper, and I like how they've played the first three games. You like their nicknames? What? Dead Ball Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I didn't even know that, but. That was the funniest thing I've seen all weekend. I mean, they've been playing pretty good, so. I mean, what are your, like, what's their peak, though? It's like, what are I think they can be good? a four seed. Uh, like, I think their peak would be a four seed. And what really? are the three teams that are above them? I'd say the Bucks, the Sixers. No. You don't think the Sixers are going to be above I them? I think the Bulls will 98% be above the Sixers. They get Ben Simmons back. I think the Sixers. I, I don't know what's going to happen right now with Ben Simmons, but I think that the Bucks are clearly above them. I honestly think the Nets, They're. I mean, they're just on paper. They're the best team in the league. So I think the Nets and the Bucks get above them, and I think the Sixers get above them too. I think the Heat could get above them. I think, yeah, I think the Heat could. I mean, but the peak for the Bulls would be the four. So, but they're they're definitely a playoff team. Like, yeah, hundred percent. They're making the playoffs. Yes, yes. Three games in the season. Yes. <laughs> I want to say that, and then I'll say the Warriors win the West. <laughs> <laughs> they look good first three. We'll see how it is. I mean, they they haven't really played. I'm being genuine. Either, so. I'm being I'm de- I'm being dead serious. I think the Warriors can win the West. Especially how, with how the Lakers are playing right now, and the Suns. I mean, never, you you look at the Warriors of how they've been playing, and they don't have Clay back. They don't have Wiseman, and they've still been playing against good teams and winning games. So I think they're they're definitely going to be a, a playoff team that could go pretty far. I actually do believe Dylan. I think the Warriors can definitely contend in that West. As we move on to the MLB, last Wednesday ALCS Game Five, the Astros won it nine to one. They set up a three two lead heading back to Houston. Framber Valdez took over, pitched eight innings, only allowed three hits and one earned run. He got five strikeouts. But then uh, Jordan Alvarez also stole over, took over the whole series, really went three or five, two runs, one home run, and three RBIs in game five. He kind of broke out in the series. That's now, you know, the 3-2 up. Over. Huh? It's now over. Series is now over. It is now over, yes. Yeah, the Red Sox kind of just looked like they just depleted all that whole – the three grand slams at the beginning. They just ran through them the first couple of games. They scored what? Three run, three runs in the next three. Did not look very good. They had a no hitter. There, the Astros had a no hitter on them through game six, like through sixth or seventh inning, and I don't know. They just couldn't put the bat on the ball. They got outplayed, and uh, you can just see why the uh, Astros are actually the best team in the AL. Um, sadly, no one liked that, but. Yeah, and then we uh, we saw in Game Six on Friday night the Astros won it five nothing to advance to the World Series again. Alvarez, who ended up winning the ALCS MVP, 
Went four, four, two runs, one RBI. Luis Garcia, who pitched that game, pitched five innings, got pulled in the fifth inning. Seven strikeouts, but I think, honestly, one of the players of the game, Martin Maldonado, running Alex Verdugo from ceiling second in the top of the seventh. Hey, I'm going to be honest. I did not watch a single second of that game. I did not care about that game. I already knew what was going to happen, and I just, yeah, so. And then Kyle Tucker in the eighth sealed it with a three-run homer to make sure the Astros are in their, what, third World Series in four years? Five years. In five years. The Astros will, as oh, great. John's, uh, John's coming in, in now. As we uh, talk about the NLCS now, Game Five, the Braves jump up. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Dylan, what did I tell all of you, all of you from the very beginning? <laughs> what y'all say? No, nah, man, Milwaukee in five. Psych, psych. <laughs> Braves in five or set or six. I don't even remember. What you? Then after that. Then after that, what'd y'all say? Oh, that was a fluke. Dodgers in, in four. Psych! Dodgers in four, my cheeks! Ah! What was it, Dylan? What was it, Dylan? Braves in what, Dylan? Braves in what? Six. Braves in six, baby! Braves in six! What'd I tell y'all? Y'all wait, were wait, wait, doubting. Hold on, hold on. So, so who are you training for in the World Series? What kind of question is that? He's a Braves and Astros fan. Yeah. Um, I mean, still, like... Both teams in my prediction made it. I've never had this happen before. Um, He's got the crazy look in his eye. Like... I don't know how he timed that perfectly. <laughs> I don't either, <laughs> man. That's awesome. Um, we could have been to mid-NBA, mid and he would have jumped in and started cheering about the Braves. <laughs> I, I would have, too. Um, I'm... Whoever wins, I'm going to be happy. But if the Braves win, I'm going to be extra happy. So I'll... I'll I'm pretty sure that's how all of America feels. Astros in five. Ooh. I'm thinking it's more... I think it'll go to seven games. Astros in six. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, probably six. Astros in six. I think Astros are definitely going to win. Braves um, in seven. Braves in seven. That's what I want. Braves in seven. Dude, there's no way that the Braves are going to win. I know okay. I've said it the last uh, three ta- three ga- or two series they've played, but the Astros are just so much better. Go Braves. All right, I'm hopping on this mic. Well, anyway. I mean, I hope I hope the Braves win. I hope so. I'm no, you don't. Liar. Uh, why would I be rooting well, for the Trash Well, all of America Astros? wants the Astros to lose. Why? Why would I be rooting for the Trash Astros, John? Because they're associated Trash with the Houston Texans. Well, they both oh, suck, on. so Houston as a city sucks. Go <laughs> <laughs> Houston. Look, I did not I did not see this Braves World Series run as a surprise. Not at all. All right. You are smacking that gun yeah. so hard, John. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. Let me spit it out. Okay. Well, right. anyway. We, we can talk about whatever happened that game. We recap game five first. The Braves, Braves jumped, win! They didn't win game five. game five. They jumped out to an early 2-0 lead. Freddie Freeman hit another two-run homer. But then the Dodgers bullpen and their bullpen game took over. And Chris Taylor, four or five, three runs, three home runs. Six RBIs. And A.J. Pollock, who went three of five, three runs, two home runs, and four it RBIs. It didn't matter. It yeah. didn't matter. Put in a game six. <laughs> Eleven to two. Yeah, I think Chris one. Taylor and AJ Pollock have been, v- have had Four been, very productive for the Dodgers. They're kind of the players in the bottom um, of the order. I disagree with AJ Pollock, but AJ yes. Pollock had two clutch hits. AJ Pollock was hot the last two games. AJ Pollock did nothing a- a- the rest of the. AJ Pollock also no he was AJ Pollock did he was good against game. the Giants. AJ Pollock's dog. AJ Pollock, Pollock was dog good against okay. the Giants too. But he's not he's not 
pinch hit situations, bringing in AJ Pollock was was big yeah. for the Dodgers, and and he's really turned. I mean, he's in the bottom of the order, batting six or seven. He really turned it over, and like him and Chris Taylor really kept it going. Isn't Chris Taylor going to be a free agent after this season? Do you want me to read off the, yes, the read uh, off Dodgers, all free the Dodgers free agents? Yeah, I know Clayton Kershaw is going to be one of them. Ready, ready, ready. Here it is. Is it Max Scherzer going to be one of them? Everybody needs to. Everyone, shut your mouth, John. Pitching staff is gone. Please shut up. Ready, ready, already. Okay, please. We have. Jesus, I sent it. I need to find the list. I sent it to you. Oh yeah, I guess you did. Well, give me a second. It's actually going to take a little bit longer, but. Well, while he does that, we're going to recap. Oh, here we go. This is Never notable. Mind. This isn't necessarily all of them. This is notable. You have Max Scherzer, <laughs> Kershaw, <laughs> Kenley Jansen, <laughs> Corey Seager, <laughs> Chris Taylor, <laughs> Pujols, which is, I mean, whatever, Corey Knable, and Joe Kelly. Pujols is retiring. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Then you I don't know why Joe, you played Joe this Kelly. Year. No, not Joe Kelly. Uh, Trevor Bauer can option out, and someone else can too. And then Cole Hamels and Danny Duffy are both free agents as well. Off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We have two good pitchers. Obviously, they're old, but that that didn't even play. They never played a single game. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know Cole Hamels was on the Dodgers. I mean, since he was on the Rangers, he kind of fell off. I just remember on the Rangers, he was good for a season. He threw a no hitter for Philadelphia, and then he. Oh, he was good on the Phillies. Him, Halliday, and. I forgot the other one. Cliff Lee? Cliff Lee, yeah, yeah. Those three were shut out. But um So I'm gonna I'm gonna hand this over to John. John, you can recap game six. Yeah. Game six, baby. Watched it watched it at my just, just so you all know Eddie Rosario won the NLCS MVP. Watched it at my homie's house. Oh gosh. Homie Ali, shout out. There's my brother right there. Literally we're twins. Uh, he's taking off his jacket for this, so you know he's getting serious. Okay, let's let's paint the scene here. We oh don't have God. all day, John. I'm so. sorry, I'll get there. Okay. That is true. I'll paint the scene here. It is um one to one in the third. Eddie Rosario at bat, runners on second and first. Uh pitching is I think still Bueller. Um in a I think it was a two one count. Eddie Rosario gets a breaking ball down and in and Eddie hammers that to right field for a three-run bomb, making the game 4-1. There was a lot of close calls uh, in the game. Dodgers had runners in scoring position a couple times after that, but they couldn't produce, and that is eventually what won the game for the Braves. That feels like the story of the Dodgers postseason. It does. Yeah, let me tell you. Couldn't produce. Let me tell you, yeah. Oops. First of all, I'm not the person to make excuses. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. But I feel like this is a legitimate thing. So we have two things here that affected this entire series. One, if Acuna never gets injured, they lose the series. Because they don't go out and get Jock Peterson, and they don't go out and get Rosario. Maybe. Therefore, like Acuna's still, still healthy. They don't go get those two, which dominated, well, at least Rosario did. Peterson obviously did some damage, too, in that, in that series. So there's two people gone, right? You don't even have your NLCS MVP yeah, no, anymore. MVP. So you can't even guarantee that you win that series. On top of that, you have, what, three, four, five potential starting pitchers that aren't playing for the Dodgers. You have two in their bullpen that aren't playing. One one gets injured. 
in the in the middle of a game. Like you throw twenty eight pitches, you have right Bosa. Just shut up. <laughs> Max Muncy gets obliterated by the Brewers. I mean, like, how do you even do that? Max Muncy. Yeah. Max Muncy got injured at like the last game oh, of the season. Was, oh, okay. Because the dude yeah. ran into him on first base. Justin Turner gets injured in the middle of the freaking series. I'm like, dude, I don't know. I, I, I think I think if I, I won't even say if Acuna never gets injured. If we have pitching, we don't lose the series. Because then you won't have to have two bullpen games. And obviously one of them worked. But one of them didn't. Like, And most of the other games didn't. And then you don't have to start Bueller and Scherzer on short rest. See, the Braves had a good bullpen game, Dylan. The Dodgers could have learned something from that Braves bullpen game. Didn't the Dodgers? Win? The Dodgers could have learned something from batting practice. Yeah, no, the Dodgers. Forty. The years Dodgers ago, situations I, that they had. There was first and second, no out in the seventh, and Pollock, um, Pollock hit like a Pollock hit a double. It was second and third, four to two, no outs, three strikeouts in a row. Oh my God! Pujols, don't, don't even get me started. Forgot on who that. it was and bets. Don't that even so get me it was, started it, on that. That's that awful. dude threw Honestly, four straight strikeouts. Six up, six down from a reliever who never pitches two innings. How do you look at two fastballs in the zone and then swing and miss on the third one? I swear to God, dude, that made me so dude, mad. I don't understand how three people strike out. In a row. Pujols, being a veteran, should at least put some context on the ball. I mean, if he's going to throw a little dribbler to the second baseman, he's still going to score a run. Like, that's that's just what you got to do. And then you have two other chances to move a guy in from third and tie the game. You could have literally just bunted. Really, the safe thing would have been oh, a Oh, five. yeah, but it's only okay for Chris Taylor to bunt the ball. Oh, the yeah, The one that's person true. That's true. who is good at hitting – Farther than the infield is bunting every game. I would say Chris Taylor, Trey Turner, Corey Seager. Those are the three best hitters, in my opinion, on the team. No, Trey Turner played the, horribly. The best Trey Turner could not hit the ball if it was a beach ball, and it was right in front of him coming 20 miles an hour. He might have hour. had a couple bad games, but Trey Turner led the league. I think in, he's only known for his speed. He no. had the best batting the average best. in the he league. He had the best batting average in the league. He was the batting champion and then hit the ball like four he played, times. He played great against San Francisco. And a no, he played cup. he played really good against the Giants, but he couldn't he couldn't get it done against the Braves. No, he did not. Yes, he did. No, he did not. He had a couple doubles. He had horrible games every single <sighs> and, and it always felt to me that home run because apparently Atlanta's too far. It also felt to me Seager always was coming up clutch with with some good hits. Yeah, Seager uh, in the first inning. Se- yeah, Seager and Taylor. In the first inning, he hit two back-to-back games with two run home runs and in the first inning with stopped. bets on the base. Stopped. And then after that, it's like, oh, well, I actually can't hit the ball past or catch the, ball the starting game. Also can't catch okay, the ball. Okay, shut up, Let's not forget John. his error was the reason. And the, I, you can't even blame him for that because he wasn't even playing his position. All right. He's playing a completely different position. But if Trey Turner, who's a natural shortstop, plays that position there where where Seager was, he he catches that ball. Probably. So so But he's growing more accustomed to Okay, second there's game. a lot of things that could have gone differently. A lot of things. But we have the Braves and the Astros. And I think the Braves get wiped. As much as I want them to win, I don't think they can beat the Astros. I don't either, but I'm still gonna keep rooting for the Braves. 
till the end until I think it's about time to hop off the wagon for the playoffs and then I'll put my Altuve jersey on and I'll be happy either way because either way I see a win here the trash throws prove that they can do it without cheating and Did you just call your own team trash yeah that's and your own Braves. team what that's your own team yeah I know doesn't mean they didn't cheat though Facts. Okay, honestly, team, I don't think cheating. that's cheating. Like, well, I I don't. I think it's not cheating you. if you do I it think without it's a smart. camera. If I, it's without a camera, I think it's, it's smart, dude. When you're on second the base, puts the signs and, down. Okay, listen. When you're on second base and you're stealing the signs directly with your own eyes and giving them to the batter, that's a little bit different. But when you have cameras in the outfield camera and, and communication I just think and it's band aids that vibrate whenever stuff like this okay, happens, is there a, a rule that different. says you can't do that? Yes, it's literally I a rule. You, to find you the can't rule. cheat. I want you to find the rule that says you that can't right use now. a camera. Turn on that Mac right something. now. Turn on that Mac right now and find it. I just don't. I don't think it's cheating. I think it's smart. They outsmarted everybody. That's true. They did outsmart with illegal activity. Nobody ever thought yeah. of that. Oh my god. Yeah, that's true. Nobody ever thought of that. But Caleb, you, you, you didn't go to their practice and and steal their signs. You the did it during the game. We, <laughs> we just weren't good enough at it. <laughs> I mean, the Patriots tried to film other teams' practices. That's cheating. They they went into a place of other teams practicing. They filmed. That's cheating. You're in a game. You're you're filming the game. Yeah, you look at the catcher signs. You the give them a little signal. That's football. different. That's the only thing is signs. And even still, we saw earlier when um, Tampa and the Blue Jays played, where the catcher's sign came out of his. Did you say? Oh, never mind. Yeah. I, yeah. Whatever. Where the catcher's sign came out of his pocket and they took it. That's not cheating. No, that's just they, stupid on the catcher. Yeah. It's just outsmarting the other team. There's no there's no cheating by. Stealing signs. What'd y'all that's, talk about? That's the, the name um, of baseball. Hmm? Well, I don't know about that. But what'd y'all guys um, talk about the ALCS? Oh, we tried talking about it. Someone didn't watch the game. But no, I, th- yeah, I thought the Martin oh, okay. Maldonado throwed a second to end the seventh. Uh, the, um, that was a good, that was a good play, but that was really there was a lot of Kyle Schwarber errors at first. Yeah, yeah a lot. Yeah, he's not a first baseman, but the entire I feel like he just got to catch the ball. Errors, like, yeah. He looked confused when Alvarez... Ended up going into third. Went to third. Yeah, that was a that was a good play by Alvarez, but um, it was a heads up play. Yeah, but it was just Kyle Warburton didn't have his best. So oh no, he did not. But did y'all think of the um, ALCS MVP Jordan Alvarez? I think it's deserved. He really took I over that too. game. I don't that's know serious. if it was deserved. So who would you say? Who would you say? Th- that's what I'm saying. I don't think there was anybody else better than him. I don't think he played oh, great. Okay. He had right. one game that was that. I mean, clearly yeah, that last phenomenal. game. I thought he was kind of disappointing in the first three games. I honestly would have thought of more. You know, if we're going out the entire thing, which is what it should have been based on, I think Altuve or. Or Kyle Tucker should have gotten an MVP. I, I like the Kyle Tucker, but um, but that, I do I think, think that Alvarez was a huge contributing part. Yes, like, I do. The think main he definitely was, but those first three games, I thought he was very disappointing. And then he comes in in that game four and five. He was just a hit machine. It's great games. And yeah, games. Yeah, just starts hitting. Who, Kyle than, Tucker? No, 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 no Alvarez. And Tuck, I mean Tucker played good too. Yeah, He's, Kyle Tucker three run bomb in Boston in right field. That's. They yeah. still lost that game. Right but now. Garcia, I mean, Garcia threw a great game. Oh, my gosh. Game, so. Yeah, and so did uh, oh Framber Valdez in the game. Five. Oh, yeah. All of, all of Astros pitching. They stepped you know, up huge. They're they, all okay, the Red Sox should have won that game one. Um, and they threw – who I don't know who the guy is. Matthew um, Cullen Jr.? Or? No, the, the, the Red Sox brought in a bullpen, and it was like – 
a guy I've never seen before. I'm going to find him. He, he he gave up. He threw three pitches in the dirt, mm-hmm. gave up a home run, and they pulled him out, and, and he was awful. And he basically cost them the whole game. Well, while he does that, we have game one of the World Series, which is the Braves and the Astros. I think the Braves have home field advantage, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, no, the, the Astros, Astros do, do because the Braves won 88 games, which how, the, how did they I don't even know play how a they're... game less? <laughs> how did they play a game less than everyone else in the regular season? Like, everyone else played 162, and somehow they only played 161. That what? doesn't even make any sense. I don't know what to tell you. Well, anyway, so we yeah, got game okay, one of the World that, Series tomorrow in Houston. That's a guy. I don't know how to say that. Oh, oh it is. You got that, John? Here, it's the, the, the pitcher Brayden is talking about is Hirokazu Sawamura. Oh, him, yeah. We call him the samurai. The samurai. I because he looks like a samurai, and he could not throw a strike. And he threw everything in the dirt, and he gave up a home run, and he walked a guy, he hit a guy, he was awful. So he ruined the game. Still not as awful as Dodgers pitching or hitting. True, but yes, man, that's rough. If Max Scherzer had started Game Six, it would have been completely different. I honestly think it would have been different. That dude, oh my God, I was literally crying and throwing up when I got that alert that said Walker Bueller starting Game Six. <laughs> I was like, dude, what? How? How? So who would you rather have them start instead? Scherzer. Scherzer, yeah. He's like 30-something, and he played through a game with a broken nose, but his arm's too sore. God. <laughs> so, yeah, as I was saying earlier, game broken one. Nose and black eye. Game one of the World Series tomorrow. Uh, in Houston, the starting pitchers, I think, going to be Charlie Morton um, and Framber yes, Valdez. Yes, they have been announced. Yes, Charlie Morton and Framber Valdez. Um, honestly, I don't know how that game's going to go because both of those are really good ace pitchers for each team that have produced really well this postseason. <laughs> I got Astros to uh, Well, I mean, as, Char- as long as Charlie Morton doesn't walk four people in the first inning again, I think they should be f- I think the Braves will be fine. Braves, 3-2. Astros, 6-4. Uh, here, what me and Dylan and oh Antoine have been doing in our other class, <laughs> when they come to me, Frankie, uh, you got very Frankie mad at hates this. this, but this is our, you know, the cake of this. I've only gotten like is one we predict, right. We predict stat lines and just one really I random. I think it was the Kyle Tucker home but run. Random like and accurate prediction. Oh, and and Carlos Correa knocking whoever pitched for the Red Sox out of the game. So here's how it works. That was the only two I've ever so gotten. What was your last prediction? Chris Bryant hit a yeah, home run. Yeah, Chris Bryant hitting a home run. And then he right didn't. Field. And I predicted what the call on the, the announcer would say. Okay, what's your prediction? This so week, here's my prediction for game one. I'm thinking... Uh, Charlie Morton is gonna give up uh, five hits. I'm thinking the game will go three runs for Braves. Um, no errors, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking, Austin Riley, left field double. All right, and Framber Valdez is gonna go there, and it's gonna be really close. They're gonna re- they're gonna review it. All right, is how close I think it's gonna be, but I think it's gonna stay as a double, and I think that. That will be the first run of the game. What are you saying? Is Austin Riley. Okay, that is the most random prediction. Exactly. What are you even, that's it's not going to work. What are you work. saying? What, what okay, does that even me mean? It's not right happening. Now. What do you mean it's going to be like they're going to review it and it's going to stay a double? What yeah, does that mean? Gonna, what do you mean what does it mean? Like it hits the top of the wall, but it doesn't go over yeah, it and then they review exactly. it. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, that's well, not happening. You didn't really My, describe it well. Like hit yeah, the yellow true. line. I'm going to give you a wild one. Okay. But... You wouldn't think it's too wild, but it's probably the wildest. It's more wild than that. Okay. Maldonado gets two hits. Oh, my gosh. 
Okay. <laughs> you think it's awful. Okay. He hey, has one hit. Hits. He has one hit. The entire postseason. The entire postseason. I think he like gets a, two of them tomorrow. Down the middle, I think he gets two of them tomorrow. Two? Again, two. this is what we love about Brady. No way it's off Charlie Morgan. I think he, think it's a he may get one off Morton. I, I think he gets think two hits. He had his one hit was the last at bat of, of the um, ALCS. That's true. I think he comes in hot. He gets two hits. <laughs> That's why we love having Brandon Show. Like he has that. a lot of hot like takes. <laughs> I really like that. Who's the Astros center fielder? Their center fielder, I think tomorrow is. Um, I think Kyle Tucker's in right. Left field, Jordan. And He's not pinching? I don't know. Or it, it, or no, I, we're in Houston, so we have DH. It might be McCormick. Yeah. I think that's who it is. McCormick. Inside. You think he's coming Home in? run. <laughs> Home run? Where? 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 Home that's run. More, that's Where? honestly... Uh, center field. Center field? Oh. Dead Home center. center. You think field? it's dead center or right center or left center? You think it's hitting the green the green Slight thing left. in the middle? Slight left. Slight, Slight left. left. So that's, okay. the green, um, that's the green Houston sign. Yeah, he's hitting it. I think... I think Ozzy Albies. Ozzy Albies. <laughs> <laughs> line drive barely makes it over the right field wall. Oh my god. I think Maldonado right down the line. Maldonado hits one off the column in the oh Astros. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's my call. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Framber Valdez pitches really good five innings and then relief will absolutely blow it. And that's that's how the Braves win tomorrow's game. And if McCormick isn't playing, whoever the center fielder is. <laughs> Probably Michael Brantley. I think I think the Braves take this game seven to five. Oh my god! That's oh high. my gosh! Bloodbath. I yeah. would say like seven to five. I don't think I'd say five. I'm gonna go five three. three. Five three Astros. Which is my call. I think four two. Braves. Four two. Four two. Braves. I'm Dude, like, I mean, have y'all looked at the games that I mean, like some of these teams have put up? Like the Astros are obviously gonna put up a copious amount of runs. So they're at least gonna put What'd up. What did you say? Five. I think they put up five. I said the Astros no, are no, going no. to come. Are gonna put up a copious amount a copious. of runs. What is that? Throughout is that, the series, that, I mean, it's a lot. It means a lot of runs. Okay, Jesus. Man, we got the are, you, are you four? Here, bro. That's, you, that's not even a. Bro, this is an English well, class, bro. Copiousive? What was the word? What? Copious. Can you use yeah. that copious. In a sentence, copious amount of runs. The Astros are gonna put up a copious a amount of runs in the world in the World okay, Series. Okay. O C U P. O C. It's just a, it means a lot. S, a copious. C-O-P-I-U-S. It's C-O-P-I-U-S. It's not O. What? C-O-P-I-U-S. You know we're very productive when we argue about how to spell a word. That's how you spell sports bro. All right, let's move on to football. Yeah, we move on to some college football. A lot of interesting games happened this past week. Number two, Cincinnati escaped an upset bid by Navy, who were 1-5, not 1-6. They win it. We say goodbye to John. Bye, guys. Cincinnati wins it. I'm not glad you came in. Well, Dylan, that's Timed it to perfection. You know. He timed it up to perfection. I timed it perfectly. All right, Cincinnati. Cincinnati won it 27 to 20. Desmond Ritter went 18 of 30, 176 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. What did you guys think of that game? I thought Cincinnati looked decent in the second half, but pretty poor to start the game, if y'all watched it. Um, I followed along on the box score, you know. <laughs> so Cincinnati was down pretty early. Um, but, yeah, I wasn't worried, and then – they, they won, so. Navy recovered an onside kick. No, nearly made it interesting. And then uh, he threw an interception. They're not a throwing team. He had 32 pass yards. Oh, yeah. They're 
They just run the ball. Thirty-two. Yeah, those those military teams. Besides, like the Air Force, maybe. Was I think it was the Army Navy game last year? There wasn't a single pass by Army. Yeah, I think the Air Force is the only team that throws the ball. But that's the other teams, they just they literally ball. run triple options. Fight this weekend. Every play. That's actually really funny that the Air Force is the only one that throws the ball. <laughs> the Air Force put up a good fight. <laughs> yes, Caleb, they, they did. That is the joke. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, barely lost the Wake Forest. It was a thriller, seventy to fifty-six. Barely. That would I mean, be that would be Army, not Air Army. Force. Okay, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you know the time of possession for Wake Forest? Yeah, they, they had the ball like seventeen minutes. Seventeen minutes. minutes. <laughs> and they put up seventy. And they put up seventy points, and only one of those touchdowns came off of a defensive score. That's embarrassing. <laughs> they did well to hang in with them. Pretty embarrassing they away late. for 56 points against the Wake Forest defense. Yeah. I Wake mean, Forest. I guess, but when you have the ball for 45 minutes, I mean, is it really? Wake, uh, like, Wake you had the ball for like two, two-thirds, three-fourths of that game. Like, I mean, if, of course you're going to put up a copious amount of points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, uh, Wake Forest looks to be the clear front runner in the ACC. As uh, early, another early game, a, th- a shocking result. Number seven, Penn State got upset by Illinois 20-18 to 18 after nine, yes, nine overtimes. It was a defensive thriller. Chase Brown had 222 rush yards. Josh McCray, 142 rush yards. Illinois dominated this game, but barely won it. That game, th- yeah. overtime sucks. It was awful, and it was not a defensive thriller. It was the worst offensive game I've ever seen. Neither team could move the ball, and it wasn't because their defenses. It was because the Illinois quarterback is awful. He threw 43 passers. Um, the running back was doing pretty good, but um, other than that, th- that was the worst game of the week. Terrible to watch, 100%. and it was a twenty to eighteen nine overtime game. That A and M LSU game that went seven overtimes, both teams were in the seventies. Okay, right. Okay, but listen, listen, listen. You, you, they stopped doing the touchdowns. They stopped doing that. So it's like after yeah, the second the overtime, it's only two point conversions, which makes this even worse. Of the fact that you're you're trying to score from the two yard line and you can't do that, like they they had what? They tried. They didn't the even score until the eighth overtime. Which is awful. Seventh or I mean, seventh of the eighth overtime, and 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 like you have six over like six times where you can score the ball for two yards. Eighteen points for a Penn State team that is playing as a two and five Illinois. That's awful. Yeah. Um. They tried a Philly special to start the. Two-point conversions and tight end missed Sean Clifford. We move on to the number three team in the country. Oklahoma escaped what would have been the upset of the season against Kansas. They won it 35-23. They trailed 10-0 at halftime. Caleb Williams, a bit shaky to start the game. Went 15 of 20, 170 yards, two touchdowns, interception. He looked like he was doing too much in that first half. Like Oklahoma he was sucks. The, 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 not just <laughs> Oklahoma. Oklahoma The Big sucks. 12 sucks. Well, I think Kansas Every single team talented. in the Big 12 is overrated. They play no defense. You're right, but Oklahoma wrong, specifically sucks. Oklahoma's terrible. Tech is awful. Texas is, is probably the worst team. No, they're still Kansas. You see Oklahoma State ranked 8th, plays another conference. Or no, not another conference. Never mind. I forgot how Iowa State was. They in the play their own conference and lose. How does that even? They play Iowa State, who has lost many games to non-Big Twelve teams, and they they lose. Well, they lost to Iowa, which is Iowa, and they were pretty good at that point. I don't remember who else they lost to. 
I just I, I don't think that any Big 12 team is any good at all. Oklahoma's terrible. So, I'm going to ask you this. Do you think a one-loss Ohio State team makes it over an undefeated Oklahoma? No, but I think they should. I think if Ohio State played Oklahoma, Ohio State would beat them. 100%. But I think that an undefeated Power 5 team is definitely going to make it. I mean, I think you, if you, any team in the top 15 played Oklahoma, they would beat them. I agree. But you can't – you can't – the committee's not going to say, oh, this team – if any of these 15 teams played them, they're going to say they're undefeated, they're a power five, they're in. Like, there's no competition for them. Yeah, Caleb Williams in the second half, though, did take over. Incredible fourth and one, fourth and three, maybe a touchdown run. Oh, my God. Oh, and my God. Oh, my God. That, that play that just felt should illegal. not be like, legal at all. I, I don't I'm not talking about that one. Yeah, I'm not talking about that oh, one. Oh, well, But whatever. that is the one I'm going to talk about, the controversy in the game where you stole the ball from Kennedy Brooks on a fourth and one. That shouldn't be legal. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't lateral. get it. I didn't understand. It looked like it was a forward lateral. But forward but lateral. It, it wasn't because he, he never the ball. the ball never left the running back's hand to yeah. pass the ball. But it's in the it's the right, way but he it wasn't grabbed the ball. He took it, w- it, it wasn't even a fumble. Like, it was just he just took it out of his hands. I think definition wise it's a legal play. I there think was never a point in time where the ball wasn't possessed by the running back or the quarterback. They switched. So I so I don't think that it was a, a pass. I mean he he didn't pass it forward, so that's not a forward pass. So you're saying the, the play was not blown dead either, so it should have been. If he had no forward progress, and it was like that. For like I two I or agree. Three I don't think I think it should have been blown dead, but it wasn't. So the the play from him taking the ball was not. It, I mean, that's a legal play. Like you you find me in the rules that it, that says that you can't hand the ball off to your own guy. I mean, it's just the way he. Grab the, the way ball. They, they hand the quarterback hands it off all the time to the running right, back. Yeah, but he hands it backwards. You can't. He, hand you it can off hand forward. it. He's on the side. He comes across the front. You can hand that, it off. That dude was basically in front of him completely, and he took it out. It of It doesn't hands. matter. Anytime the running back is is on your right or left, and he comes across or he runs a counter, you're handing the ball off in front of you. That's the same thing that he technically did when he was the running back. The quarterback just took it from him. Like, he was handing it off. I do think it was very impressive that Kansas stuck with him. Kansas. Was it impressive that Kansas I, stuck I, with I him, do. or is it just because Oklahoma sucks? I think it's both, both. because Oklahoma does suck, but Kansas, I mean. They lead. had a good game plan. They were going to take time off the clock. Kansas is not a football school. and If they had beaten Oklahoma. Then still would not be a football school ever. Yeah, they'd never. No. But, but had they been the number three team in the country. Oklahoma then then people definitely the would have seen. I think Oklahoma shouldn't be in the top ten. They've almost lost to, like, Six unranked teams. Yeah, they almost lost to Tulane. They're, they're bad. Tulane, Nebraska, five. West Virginia, TCU was close. They're bad. Texas, they they, they beat Texas. Kansas State. Texas lost to Should've Arkansas lost to by Texas. 25 points. And Arkansas is a mid-SEC team now. Steve, Steve Sarkisian is not the answer in Texas, let's be honest. He's not, but I don't think anything is any good in the Big 12, so I'm... I mean, I don't know. And I don't want to talk about the hor- horrible Big 12 conference. Can we move on, please? Yeah, let's let's get out of the Big 12. Well, sucks for you. The next game, Iowa State beat Oklahoma State 24-21. The oh, Cowboys. This game, Bass, this game made me so I, mad. I, I don't oh like it. Oh, my I, God. This game made me so mad. I, I've never been more mad in my entire life watching a game, watching highlights of that game. Oh, my God. There's no way there was not gambling involved in that game. Everyone did. <laughs> Iowa because State got I, robbed and won. still won the game. They, they, they were getting robbed, dude. That was straight robbery. How is taunting? That, that was a horrible. First of all, that wasn't even taunting. It's okay. like he looked back at him and put the football up. Oh, my God. Are you going to cry? 
It's, it's, it's the piss new, himself. That's, that's like a bad what? Call. The, the new taunting rule just. And then and then it's like sucks. you take away the whole play. That doesn't make any sense. Under, Never in my life have I ever seen that. I don't understand taunting. I think celebration, celebration. I, I that's don't. what they're doing. They're ruining. They say you can't celebrate after doing something good. You can make a one-handed catch, look at the guy, and point to the first down, and they'll call it a taunting on you. Well, I think it's the way you look at them. If you were just to uh, look at look at this and do that, but if you stare them down and point, they're gonna call it every time. And I think it's a terrible call, but I mean that's just how it is these days. So very uh, frustrating for both teams. As we move on to the Pac-12 and probably one of the games of the week, number ten Oregon beat UCLA 34-31. Both QBs, uh, Anthony Brown and I'm not sure how to say the UCLA quarterback's name. They played exceptionally well, but the game was won by Travis Dye. Pickett, right? Isn't it Pickett? No, that's, no, that's the that's pit. pit. Yeah. pit. Travis Dye only had 35 rush yards, but he had four rushing touchdowns as Oregon kept their playoff hopes alive. Slim, slim playoff hopes. As the top five now is number one, Georgia, two, Cincinnati. Alabama jumped Oklahoma. They're number three, Oklahoma's four. And then fifth is Ohio State. Who do you guys think makes the playoff? Do you think Georgia and Cincinnati could be their locks? Know. I don't yeah. even know anymore. No, Georgia and Cincinnati are locks. You look, you look who Georgia plays left. And and if they if they um, play Alabama again, which they're going to in the SEC um, championship game, they lose, they're still in. If they win, they're, I mean, 100% in. And I think if Alabama beats Georgia, Alabama's in. So I think that Alabama-Georgia game, well, you can see two SEC teams in if Alabama beats Georgia. When you look at it, you have Georgia, who's the best defense in the country. You can't have them out, even if they lose a game to Alabama. No. And then you have Alabama. If they beat them, you ha- they have to be, and you can't yeah. not have Alabama in it. Those two are in for sure if Alabama can beat Georgia. Like we saw a couple years ago, Alabama didn't deserve to be in the playoff. When they were sixth in the country at the time of the rankings, they put them up to fourth. They ended up winning the national championship. But this Alabama team seems different. Bryce Young, genuine Heisman favorite, I think. It's him and Matt Corral. I think he'll lead them to the playoffs. I think they're going to win the SEC. I, I love Georgia. I love what they're doing, but I think Alabama's still the powerhouse in the SEC. I do, too. Um, I've liked the way Alabama's played every game, even against A&M. And A&M, I think they just got lucky. Like, Speaking of which, you weren't here for that. I want your quick thoughts on that game. Uh, okay, being an A&M fan, you know, it was the greatest game I've ever watched, besides Johnny Menzel beating Alabama um, 2015. But, um, like, I, I like the way A&M played, but Alabama played – played so well um the AM defense just really stepped up and AM's quarterback calzada i i trashed him the past two weeks i said he was the worst quarterback he actually did something productive and you know he threw a, a terrible interception on a play where alabama had a, f- a free touchdown but he actually played good football for what they needed him to do so i think that that AM team if they, they they would win those two games again if they played mississippi state and arkansas now it was just a bad situation for Calzada to step into at the time. As we uh, move on to the NFL, we're going to start with the topic that's going to kill Caleb. Deshaun Watson looks to be traded with the Dolphins leading the charge. The reports are saying that Deshaun Watson could be traded as early as this week. The trade deadline is next Tuesday, I think. And the Panthers and Eagles are also in discussion. Where do you guys think is the best fit for him? Do you think Miami is the best fit? Jail. <laughs> I think Carolina, uh, Carolina. They, they bench <laughs> Sam Darnold. Like, benching Sam Darnold. Um, I think that's the best answer we've ever gotten in a question. They, <laughs> they just traded Sam Darnold. Or they just traded for Sam Darnold. And they bench him for, I I don't know who that quarterback was that came into the PJ game. Walker, he's an Walker. XFL legend. He is awful. Well, it's He Carolina. was 2 for 10. He's actually 3 of 14. Okay, when I looked, he was 2 of 10. And, and that... that 
thing is with the Panthers. for any quarterback is awful. The thing is with the Panthers, how do you only score three against the Giants? You just oh, answered your question, PJ Tucker or whatever the guy's name was. <laughs> They're so bad right now. PJ, what is it? PJ Walker? Walker. That guy, he no. I don't know why you would even bench Sam Darnold. I'd rather run a wildcat the whole game with Chuba Hubbard at quarterback than put PJ Walker in the game. So I think that Deshaun Watson to that team. You had DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, I Mc, think McCaffrey. I a playoff healthy. team with Deshaun Watson. Easily, I thought they were a playoff team with Darnold, but Darnold's been bad. Yep. As we move on to recapping this past week's games on Thursday, game that would make me want to jump off a bridge. The Browns beat the Broncos 17-14 on Thursday Night Football. Yes, you all saw my story. That was a great game. Anthony was crying about it. He, he looked like he was about to... Uh, I was going to jump off a bridge. Yeah, literally. Uh, yeah, it was it was kind of embarrassing, but it's really funny to watch because the Broncos suck. I've always sucked. Will always suck. Will not be good for a long time. And that You're a Texans it. fan? That just proves it. You can't so say. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that you, you have no room to talk, Caleb, at all. But the story of the game came from the running back position, Dearness Johnson. 146 yards and a touchdown. The Broncos' defense couldn't tackle. And Von Miller left the game in the second, but it's not supposed to be significant injury. I'm going to ask you guys this. Do you think they need to fire their coach and put Drew Locke in, or what do you think they need to do? I think they just need to disband as an organization. I'll slap you. You can cut out one more with, like, the Jets <laughs> maybe, and then, boom, you have, like, an even number of teams again. I agree with that, actually. But, yeah, definitely need to fire their coach. Yeah, get him out. Yeah. Neither, neither of the two are answers at quarterback, Bridgewater or Locke. So yeah, I agree. Just start over. And as we move on to <laughs> the headline of the week, listen to this one: the Bengals blew out the Ravens, forty-one to seventeen. Jamar Chase had a field day, totaling two hundred one receiving yards. Joe Burrow and a touchdown. Joe Burrow went twenty-three of thirty-eight, four hundred sixteen yards, three touchdowns, and he did have one interception. The Bengals are now five and two, and on top of the AFC North, what a start has been for them. I think Joe Burrow has completely changed this team around. What do you guys think? Yeah, Joe Burrow, I mean, said at the beginning of the year, I thought he was going to be a good quarterback. You guys all said Bengals in last, and um, I, I told think you. we all said Pittsburgh in last. I don't yeah. think anyone said Bengals in last place. No, we all said Two Pittsburgh of you guys last. 100% said Bengals in last because I put Bengals in first, and you guys all – yes, I did. There's no way you I said that. Bengals and Ravens were one, or one, two – Steelers make it three and Browns are last. And you guys all got mad at me about that. Well, the thing, no, we laughed at you because you said Browns, Browns last. Yeah, look where they are right now. Better than Pittsburgh. Okay, but Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but Bengals, um, I said they would be one or two, and Joe Burrow's the answer. He's a great player. No, the Bengals are really proving me wrong last year. You guys weren't here, but Will knows. I really crapped on them for two, choosing Jamar Chase over Panay Sewell. But Jamar Chase has been exceptionally well. Jackson Carmen's filled that well, that spot at offensive tackle really well. As um move on to another interesting headline in this past week, the Tennessee Titans beat the Kansas City Chiefs 27-3. to They called that. It's not. You're the only one that did. Yeah. I, I wasn't here last week, but I would have called the same thing. Chiefs have been awful. Their defense can't stop it anybody. It seems like when they go one step forward, they take three steps back. Yeah, I mean, now Mahomes being here, you don't, I don't know what that injury is. Uh, well, they said it's it wasn't a concussion. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, he'll be back soon. But even with Mahomes, he's thrown nine interceptions this year. Um, Again, kind of like what I said about Caleb Williams, it looks like he's trying to force things too much. Yeah, I think he's trying to do too much because he knows that their defense can't stop anybody. So, I mean, to be Chiefs fair, are just like bad. Three of those picks have not been his fault. That doesn't True. matter. True. He, six of them have. And and for throwing six interceptions as the best quarterback in the league, like that's that's terrible. And and 
forcing passes where you don't need to. That's that's so much. He's so much smarter than that. What he needs to do is he needs to take his time, find his favorite target, Travis Kelsey. It seems like they're not getting him in Warren Ball. But they're not getting Tyree Kill the ball either. Well, Tyree Kill can't catch for to save his life this season. He doesn't. He's faster than any corner in the league. I'm running a just a streak, 50-yard, throwing the ball every time. He's going to catch one out of four. So that's it's never just a corner. It's always a safety. They're, they're, and then the if it is a safety, then you've got Travis Kelsey. But they, they don't double Tyreek every single time. And if they do, then other people are wide open. So The Bucks laid out the platform, and the Chargers, Ravens, Bills, and now Titans have used it. And the Chiefs have been figured out. Uh, yeah, I agree. The stat of the day, Derrick Henry threw more touchdowns than Patrick Mahomes. And the Chiefs held to their fewest points since a 38-33 to loss in 2012. This has just been an up-and-down season. They don't look like Super Bowl favorites. They won't win the Super Bowl with that defense. They might. They're going to sneak in the playoffs. Yeah. They could be the seventh seed. I mean, I mean, I think they'll sneak in as a seven. They, they've played the Titans, the the Ravens. The, um, yeah, but their schedule doesn't get any easier for them. I mean, like they I had the Giants this week. They should win that one. But you, they still have to play the Cowboys, who are a genuine contender. No, the Chiefs will win. I'm a Cowboys fan. The Chiefs are going to win. I could see the Colts making it over the Chiefs. I don't. I mean, the Colts are on surge. The Colts played the Chiefs. The Chiefs would win by... Here this. Here's this. Carson the next... Quarterback than Patrick Mahomes is right now, dude. The next Please stop. Wentz was games. awful last night. The Colts have like the easiest. Wentz, Wentz was terrible. He, he threw, he threw two, he threw two passes to boost the stats to Pittman, and it was only because Pittman caught two fifty-yard passes. That is the only reason his stats looked receiver? any good. What you want him to not throw to his top receiver? What do you want him to do? No, but those two passes were. They, it was one of them was underthrown that Pittman just came down with because Pittman's a great receiver. I think he's one of the most underrated receivers in the NFL. But I think Pittman really boosted Wentz's stats last night. Yeah, but even if you don't look at the stats, if you watch the game, he just... You don't see him making horrible rush not, decisions like He's Mahomes not better is. than Mahomes, guys. He's not, if you're but not, right now, right he's, now he's still not playing. If you started a team right now based on everybody that's playing and you, Mahomes is there and Wentz is there, you take Mahomes. You don't even think twice about taking yeah. Wentz. So anyway, going back to the Chiefs, the next six games are tough. They do have the Giants next week, but then they have the Packers, then they have the Raiders, then they have the Cowboys, then they should beat the Broncos, and they have the Raiders again. They, they could sh- easily be they, they five. They, they, they go one-on-one one against the Raiders at worst. They'll probably win both. They're going to beat the Cowboys. Um, I definitely don't I think, don't think so. I'm a, I, dude, I'm a Cowboys fan, and they, the Cowboys but played nobody. I don't think so. The Cowboys, I think the Cowboys their offense is legit. Their defense has gotten so much better. It has. It really I don't has, think the Chiefs are going to be able to stop Dak Prescott. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I also think the Giants can play them close. Mm, they won't. Even I if not a chance. I think the Chiefs Dude. Win, but I think Caleb, the unless Daniel Jones is catching Caleb, you would say the Texans would beat the Daniel Jones did have an impressive one handed catch at the weekend. I don't know if y'all saw that. Playing better than Tyree Kill. Three points is any team. As we are moving on to another NFC East team, like the Cowboys, the Green Bay Packers beat the Washington football team 24 to 10. Packers have won their sixth straight after we all overreacted them losing week one. And we thought they were going to be another bad Who team. Who overreacted? It was not me. Play back. Almost everyone. I and definitely did not tell not you here, that they but a lot sucked. Of, a lot of experts thought they were going to be a, have a rough season because we all thought the pack that Rodgers just wanted to leave. He went 27 of 35, 274 yards, three touchdowns. Again, Green Bay, top of the NFC North by fair margin. And look to be another contender before they lose the AFC Championship game. 
On to the AFC East. The New England Patriots dropped 54 on the Jets' heads, winning at 54-13. Mac Jones threw 24-36, 37 yards, two touchdowns. Damon Harris got 106 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Kendrick Bourne also threw a 25-yard touchdown, but the story of the game, Zach Wilson left the game in the second quarter. He's out for two to four weeks with a strained PCL. I think it's, what's his name, Mike White is their starting quarterback. Mike White. Yeah, Mike White sucks. Former. Dallas Cowboys. Didn't he, he come in and throw a, a, a touchdown his first play? Yeah, his first career NFL pass was a touchdown. As we, uh, a lucky Will's not here for this one. The Raiders beat the Eagles 33-22. And what was really a dominating game for the Eagles, it's more than what the score says. They weren't. Eight, like four minutes left. Yeah, the Eagles tried, but they just didn't. Like, they didn't. It was too late. The Raiders are now 2-0 and after John Gruden uh, resigned a couple weeks ago. Derek Carr. 31 of 34, 323 yards and two touchdowns as the Raiders are 5-2. and two. And I think currently leading that division because the Chargers run a bye. Yeah. I'm not sure. And the other, the Sunday game we were talking about earlier, the Bucks humiliated the Bears 38-3. to three. Tom Brady threw his 600th career touchdown pass. Sorry to that fan who had to give his ball the ball back just because it was a 600 touchdown pass. The Bucks defense forced five turnovers off the Bears and picked off Justin Fields. Three times, guys. What do you think's going on in Chicago? What's wrong with them? They have no offensive line. They suck. They have no offensive line. They are bad. Um, you can't even. They can't even get Fields more than two seconds to throw the ball. Nah, they're sure. terrible. This is awful loss. And um, I gotta go take a history quiz, guys. So. Okay, I'm serious. Okay. okay. I'm failing the class, so I thought we'd be doing it now. Say goodbye to Braden. See you guys. Pray for my history grade. Got anything to say about the Texans game? They still suck. <laughs> We're going to talk about that, right? Yeah, the, uh, Brady, 22 of 32, 211 yards, four touchdowns, three of which to Mike Evans. The next game, the Cardinals routed the Texans 31 to 5. Kyler Murray continued his MVP. What? It's kind of a lot. I feel like is, we, it uh, really, is it really a lot, Caleb? I feel like it, it was. A, it was almost a four score game. Yeah. I don't think routed is enough. But it wasn't. It was like unlucky circumstances, but, you know, it wasn't the worst game we played all year. Mm-hmm. That's true, actually. Game. You put the, yeah, bad. This game was really bad. Kyler Murray continued his MVP charge. He went 20 of 28, 261 yards, three touchdowns. One to his new tight end, Zach Ertz. And then one to DeAndre Hopkins, who had a revenge game. Texans got 160 yards of offense. 106? You said D. 160. That's not that bad. We had worse. That's embarrassing. That's horrible. Uh, moving on to last night's game, the... Indianapolis Colts beat the San Francisco 49ers 30-18. to They've won now three in the last four. Carson Wentz, 17-26, 150 yards, two touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor again, 107 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Kyle Shanahan, though, said that he's unsure whether Jimmy Garoppolo will be the starter for next week. I think, uh, what's his name? The rookie, Trey Lance, is still out. So who would be their quarterback? Do you all know? Uh, I think he thinks Trey Lance is coming back because there's no way – in God's name, that they're starting Nate Sudfeld. There's no way. Mm-hmm. It's Garoppolo, and if Lance back, maybe he thinks about it. But it's Garoppolo still, I think. Do you think Garoppolo starts? Yeah, yeah. This game, 100%. Probably. Trey Lance coming back, he'll still get snaps. But if he's healthy, Nate Sudfeld will not play. Yeah, I agree. And then we have tonight's game, the Saints and the Seahawks. Who do you think is going to win that game? It's a game I don't even want to watch. How the, how the Seahawks have gotten three straight primetime games? I think the Seahawks will win. It's beyond me. Really? I think the Saints will win. I think they can win, yeah. Okay. 
Wait, is Alex Collins playing? I think so. I think yeah, Chris Carson's on IR, so it'll be Alex Collins to start. Uh, I think Alex Collins can still play. If, if they're decent, I think they can win. I think it'll be a close game. We'll see. As we, uh, before again, move on to game picks, we introduced it last week. The new segment called Flip the Script. Dylan, you have the first question of the week. Go ahead. All right, what was the team of the week? There were a lot. Uh, honorable mention to the New England Patriots. They played a really good game. But I am going to give it to the Cincinnati Bengals. I think they thoroughly destroyed Baltimore Ravens in all three phases, and I think they're genuine playoff contenders this year. Jamar Chase had another great game. Joe Burrows continuing his revolutionary season. He's turned the Bengals franchise around, and Zach Taylor's definitely kept his job now. Caleb? Uh, what do you think is the game of the week this week? There weren't really a lot of good games. There were mainly blowouts this week. So I'm going to give it to one of the games we all thought was going to be a low-scoring, very unin, a very bad game. I'm just with the Dolphins and the Falcons. The Falcons won it 30-28. to They kicked a game-winning field goal. As time expired, they were up 28-21 with, I think, three minutes left. And then Tua brought the Dolphins back. It was very just interesting game. I think it was better than every other game that was on this the slate. Again, the Chiefs, Titans, blowout, Ravens, Bengals, blowout. There was just a lot of blowouts this past week, and I think that one was better than any of the games. So I think we're going to give it to the Dolphins and the Falcons. What about the disappointment of the week? A lot of teams <laughs> disappointed. I feel like I feel like there's one specifically that really disappointed everyone. The Texans. No. No, I would say Houston, but it's Kansas City. Mm, is it really Kansas City? Is Baltimore. Is it really Kansas City or Baltimore, Anthony? Uh, is it really? Do you not want to look Carolina? back to that Thursday night game? Well, yeah, Anthony? but I'm not gonna talk Carolina. about that one. I would say Carolina, no, but I'm gonna go to Kansas City. <laughs> Again, Kansas City's just really bad at the moment. They had. No hope. They had no chance of winning that game after the first drive where Tennessee just drove down the field and scored so easily on them. And they just couldn't get back in the game. They fell down early 20. They fell down. When they fell down 17 nothing. you felt the game was over. And, again, only three points. The three points came in the third quarter. They just uninspiring football from them. Tell me this, Anthony. Who was the rookie of the week not named Jamar Chase? Oh, not named Jamar Chase. Uh, See, so yeah, I would give it to him if it wasn't. If he was, but I'm gonna give it to Mac Jones. I thought he had a really good game against the Jets. Yes, it's the Jets, but he's showed up and showed that he is currently the best quarterback in the draft that came out of the draft. He's playing better than any of the others, and what he did, I mean, he did great against the Cowboys. Unlucky to lose that one, and then last week, and then obviously 54 points against the Jets. I think he is the answer in New England, but I think. It's just, don't, don't take away the fact he played the Jets. He played a really good game. So I'm going to give it to Mac Jones. All right, what about the offensive and the defensive players of the week? There were a lot of players. This, the defensive one was the tough one for me. Mm-hmm. But in a losing effort, I'm going to give it to Josh Norman. I think he, seven tackles, two forced fumbles. I think he played one of his best games since his prime. And, again, it just wasn't a really good week for defensive players. Not a lot of good stats for them. And then, for the offense player of the week, again, another tough one. But I'm going to give it to Joe Burrow. I'm going to give an honorable mention out to Cooper Cup with another great game. Joe Burrow threw 416 yards and three touchdowns on their way to a route win to take them top of the division. I think, like I said earlier, he is the face of the franchise. He is their franchise QB, and him and Jamar Chase, top five duo in the NFL. 
I think they're going to win a lot of games this season, you know, more than what they're expected. I think they're expected to come in the season winning seven, but I think they're going to they're going to make the playoffs. I really do. I could easily see them winning the division too. Off topic, but if they had an offensive line, they'd be a- AFC champions. I mean, their offensive line isn't that bad. It's horrible. It's gotten better. It's not Bears level, but it's still horrible. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think. I feel like their defense would also need some major improvements. But I would go with the offensive line first, if we're being honest. I mean, they put, they held Baltimore to 17 points. I know, but I also agree. I'd go off the line first, but they can't win AFC. So here's, but here's the thing. They're not gonna, they're not gonna win AFC championship this year. We know this. This season, no. So you make your way. You make your playoff team. You figure out what you need in the draft. You address those. And then maybe contend in the next two years, next three years. It's all about, you know, how can you improve this team? And if you make if you make the AFC Championship, prove us all wrong, then what really what adjustments do you need to make? So I think Cincinnati is definitely one of the more promising teams in the NFL. I think they could easily win that division, make it as the four seed, maybe even the three seed. As we move on to our NBA game picks, just a quick some a quick uh, couple games. Tonight we have the Trailblazers and the Clippers. Who do you think is going to win that, Dylan? The Clippers, probably. I'd say the Clippers as well. Yeah, I agree. Tomorrow night we have another good game, the Nuggets and the Jazz. Dylan? Uh, the Jazz. The Nuggets. I think I'm going to go with the Jazz. They're playing very, very well. On Friday night, another headlining game involving the Nuggets. The Nuggets and the Mavs. Caleb? The Nuggets. I'd say the Nuggets. Yeah, I would agree. I think it'll be very close, though. On Saturday, rematch of one of the uh, East playoff games, playoff series last week. Last year, the Hawks and the 76ers. Caleb? Sixers. The Hawks. I got the Hawks in a close one. And then on Sunday, another great game involving the Jazz, the Jazz and the Bucks. Dylan? The Bucks. Caleb? Bucks. Bucks close. As we move on to our NFL game picks, for this coming week, week eight, on Thursday Night Football, what should be a great game? Someone's winning streak is going to come to an end. We have the Packers and the Cardinals. Dylan? Um, the Cardinals. Caleb? It'll be good. The Packers, sadly. I'm going to say the Cardinals in overtime. I think it'll be a very good game. Very high scoring. Uh, the Dolphins and the Bills on Sunday, Caleb? Dolphins and the Bills? Bills. Dylan? I'm going to say the Bills. Bills. Do we really? I think we're all saying Rams over the Texans. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Big. I mean, we all thought the Rams would destroy the Lions. The Lions played them close. The Lions are so much better than the. The Lions would wipe the Texans. I wouldn't say wipe. They would wipe. I would not. The Lions would look like a seven and O team if they played. The Lions would look like the Panthers from like before they played Super Bowl Fifty if they played the Texans. No. Okay, that game is a hundred to nothing. That game is super close down to the wire. The I think, Jets. I think when he says when he the says Texans. when he says super close down to the wire, he means it's going to be three nothing with a game winning field goal. <laughs> I think the Lions are good to where they can play good teams and they're going to be in the game. They shouldn't I be on. They shouldn't the be on six. They sh- let's be honest. They should not. Not going to be able to do that. They shouldn't but be winless. I think if the Texans play the Lions, Lions be close. Dan Campbell is a very good head coach, but he's just got so unlucky this season. Moving on to the forty or the Steelers and the Browns, Dylan. The Browns. Even if question. they're still banged up. Yeah, probably. Steelers suck. Caleb. Yeah. I, uh. Oh, Browns. Yeah. Browns, but very, very close. Have that old fart playing quarterback with <laughs> Mike Tomlin who refuses to take him out. 
That's why they suck. I mean, realistically, Mike Tomlin refuses to take him out. I don't know. Ben Ben Roethlisberger has been the problem in in Pittsburgh for two years. They need to draft a new quarterback. They have quarterbacks. Josh Dobbs, is he still in the team? So who do you think? you think Dwayne Haskins is the answer? Maybe. You think Mason Rudolph is the answer? Probably. They'd play better than if Ben Roethlisberger was playing. I don't think Probably they'd have more than just five-yard checkdowns every play. I, don't, I agree with that. When's the last time Ben Roethlisberger mm-hmm. threw a pass over f- 10 yards? Deontay Johnson had a 50-yard touchdown a couple weeks ago. But how far did Ben throw the ball? It was, a, it was at the end zone from the 50. Mm. Interesting. He had a cannon on him. <laughs> he's old. He's he not, had he's, a cannon on him. He'll, he'll, he'll retire in the next two years. Let's, let's look at he it. needed to retire two years ago. He needed to retire this past season. Yeah. Moving on to the 49ers and the Bears, Dylan. Niners. Caleb. Niners. Bears won't win the game. I got the Niners in an ugly game. One of the contenders for games of the week, Dylan, Titans, and the Colts. The Titans. Yeah, sadly the Titans. Again, I think it'll be Titans close. Patriots, Chargers, Caleb. Chargers coming off a bye just so long in the game plan. Dylan. The Chargers by like seven. Yeah, I got the Chargers as well. The I'm pretty sure this is the America's game of the week. The Bucks and the Saints, Dylan. America's game of the week? That's so boring. Who is picking this is the game of the week? <laughs> There's no one else playing. Everyone's on buys. The Cowboys Vikings game is gonna be better. I agree. Um Buccaneers, no question. Yeah, I got the yeah, Bucks. Bucks by forty. Forty. All right, and then the Sunday night football game, like Dylan said, the Cowboys and the Vikings. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun game. Cowboys. Dylan. I wouldn't hate the Vikings, but <sighs> yeah, neither would I. I'll take the Cowboys. I'll change mine. I'll go Vikings. I'm taking the Cowboys. I do. Th- I think the Vikings are gonna play them extremely close. Is this? Does anyone know what this game is? Is it Minnesota or is it in Dallas? Anyone have any idea? I'll look that up for you. Give me a second. I think it's in Minnesota. Big game from Kirk. Well, if it's in Minnesota, it doesn't matter where it is. They still suck at home. Like, come on now. As long as it doesn't come down to a field goal, I get the Vikings. <laughs> you say that. You you say that. And it'll probably come down to a field goal. It's in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so tonight, primetime game, home team Minnesota. I think they'll play them close. I think Cowboys red hot. Can we Vikings. get forecast on that game? Yeah, it's yeah, Go ahead. What's the weather forecast, Dylan? What's the weather forecast? I don't. Why would I? What's the weather for October thirty first in Minneapolis? Forty eight degrees. Ooh. U.S. Bank Stadium closes. That's true. It doesn't matter what the weather is. It's not going to be an open rain or an open snow stadium. Give me the Vikings in an upset. Yeah. I like I like the Vikings a lot. Go Vikings. I do I do like the Cowboys out there. Really good season. I think this is one of those trap games for the Cowboys. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and then the Monday Night Football game. I'll believe it when I see it. Like 30. Monday Night Football game, we all picking the Chiefs over the Giants, or is anyone picking the Giants? Oh, no, 100%. Giants by 20. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. What, what, why are you looking at me like that? Why would I ever say that? No, obviously, Chiefs. Yeah, I'm picking the Chiefs, but if it, was like a, if it was like a 12 o'clock game, I'd go Giants. But prime time, Chiefs. And that concludes this week's episode of The Undefeated, which included a lot of a lot of screaming, but a lot of arguments, John. And 
Dylan, as we... We're now getting interrupted. Yep, now Sorry, getting interrupted. Sorry, I said we're done. No, I didn't Who say said we were done? done? I said, are you done? And you went... Oh, my I God. I thought you said, are you talking? I don't know. Whatever. That was the voice of our uh, managing editor, Maddie Hunt. As we'll see you all next week as we say goodbye.